this is James Fiducci, and you're listening to Secret 55 from the 52 secrets my mom never told me about internet marketing. And this is a follow-on series, and what I'm going to be following on about is this whole notion of other people's traffic, launching a product, getting people out to know about it, and um, telling you a little bit of my experience on some of the things that I've had. Now, why is that important? Well, one of the things I want you to remember, it's even though when you're launching a product, as much as I hate to say this, it's the truth, it's not the quality of your product, it's the number of people that know about it. Now let me say that again. It's not the quality of your product that counts, it's the number of people that know about it. You know, uh, I'm sure you've bought products on the internet, you've bought books, you've bought services, you've bought other products in the real world, and sometimes you go, man, I could have done that, that was simple. Or where's the beef? Where's the meat in this? And yet the product sells like hotcakes because there's a buzz around it. Everyone seems to know about it. People are talking about it. So it isn't necessarily the quality or the quantity of the product or service. It's the buzz around it. So we're talking about making sure that people other than on your list know about your product and service. And Last week we talked a little bit about trying to figure out, okay, now what's the purpose of doing stuff with joint ventures or adding people outside of my own list? Do I want to collect their email address or do I want to make a sale? And I suggested that it might be a good idea to try and collect their email address first so that you can get them onto the autoresponder or the mini course or more information, the newsletter, so that you can start to build a relationship and they'll buy from you as a small business owner. Now, here's something that I want you to consider, and it, it adds on to this whole notion. And how do I know about this? Well, from personal experience. Now, let me give you an example. On the weekend, I spent time going through my uh, ad tracking for solo ads that I've done, joint ventures that I've done, and also my affiliates. So I take a look, and on the affiliates, and actually I'll do a screen capture of this, and I think the screen capture, if I'm not mistaken, is in... Um, is in how to get started online, one of my new products. But think about this for a second. Here I'm going through my stats and I find out these are other people's traffic, okay, other people's customers. I go and I take a look and I find out that in some cases I may have two to three times more visitors coming from one potential or one affiliate or one ad or one joint venture product and yet the number of sales that come from that particular joint venture partner are very, very tiny. So I'll give you an example. I have one joint venture pro uh, partner that I get anywhere from 6 to 8% return on investment or conversion ratio. So that means that if they send 100 people to one of my sales pages, let's say 6 to 8, let's say 8 people will buy. And that's a pretty good that's a pretty good conversion ratio for internet marketing products right now. And I'm talking about uh, the fall of 2003. So we've got, let's say, a 6 to 8% conversion ratio. And yet, I find that I have some other affiliates where I only get a 1 to 2% conversion ratio. Now, what's the difference? I'm getting visitors or traffic to the site, and yet one set of traffic results in 8 out of 100 people buying. Another set of traffic results in 2 out of 100 buying. What's the difference? Well, I want you to think about this for a second. When you're picking your partners, 
you want to pick the partners that don't necessarily have the biggest list. What you want to do is you want to pick the partners that have the most responsive list. And how do you know they have the most responsive list? Well, generally, what you'll find is that the people that have the most responsive list are the people that put their own opinion into their list. Now, let me explain that in detail. See, what happens is sometimes when people start marketing and joint venture partners and stuff, they'll just run an ad or run some kind of blurbage that you've written for them when you have them as a joint venture partner. And that's a strategy. So you can write out an ad that looks like it's coming from your joint venture partner and they just run it. And hopefully that'll go pretty well. But I found that if you can find joint venture partners who actually have an opinion, you're going to get a far more uh, better or more response to their particular spin on things. And the reason that happens is because they've built up the trust. They know, remember, when someone goes to a newsletter or someone subscribes to someone's point of view, they're doing it because they value the point of view and they want to know what the scoop is. So here's a couple things that you can do with those kind of partners. One of them is you can make sure that you can give them a complimentary copy of the product or service that you're selling or offering. You can also ask and give them the complimentary and ask for a testimonial first or some feedback before they're about to run it to their list. The other thing you can do is offer them uh, an additional or supplemental commission percentage on any sales that come from them specifically. Now, why do you want to do that? It's the quality of the people that you're getting in front of that's important, not necessarily the quantity. I'll give you another example of how I did this. I used a co-registration list. I had two co-registration lists. One was a smaller co-registration list from a more reputable or better quality list. I got more sales from that particular list than I did from a larger list that had less quality names. So here's the secret. When you're doing joint ventures or when you're doing uh, projects to get in front of other people's traffic on your launch sequence, pick the partner based on the voice and the relationship that they have with their customers and how they do business with their customers. If they're a joint venture partner that's just in the business of running ads, someone else's ads, and sending it out to their list just because they can, that's okay. However, if it's someone that sends out their opinion to their list and they've been doing so for a while and they have a fair size list, I'm going to suggest that you're going to find that list far more responsive if you've got some kind of favorable mention in that easy, in that newsletter, that recommended product or service than you ever would from running an ad that looks like it's an ad. So think about that during your launch sequence. I'm in front of other people's traffic. I've decided I'm not going to give away something to capture an email address and a solo ad. What I want to do is I want to pick my partner. I want to find someone who has a voice and an opinion. I want to either give them some kind of complimentary, ask for uh, some feedback on your product or service, and then approach them about selling, making some extra cash, with your product or service and you getting in front of their traffic and their customers. 
I hope you've enjoyed this little secret. I want you to make sure that you take the time to think really hard about what the benefit is for your potential partner and for you before you get into any of these relationships and think about is it worth their time, their energy, their effort, and what will it mean to them in the long term if they're going to promote your product or service. This is James Maduk speaking. I've been listening to Secret 55 from the 52 Secrets. My mom never told me about internet marketing. And I want to tell you one little thing. Get ready because www.onlinesellinguniversity.com is coming soon. We'll talk to you again next week.